Hello, One Foot In listeners. I've been receiving some feedback that for HR Speaks, while it's a great initiative, it's tough to decipher what the HR said. We'll experiment by making it clearer for future anonymous episodes. But for this season, we promise them this level of ambiguity to our interviewees. So what we can do is to explain what they shared. Just drop us an email at onefootin at oneoutmediapodcast.com. Email is on the description as well. And I'll share with you in more detail or answer any of your questions that you have on what they said. Back to HR Speaks. And once again, I'm so sorry about the aggressive voice alterations. Welcome to One Foot In, HR Speaks, where we canvas for anonymous guests working in HR and recruitment to understand their point of view when it comes to the hiring process. You could be an early stage career seeker who has no idea what to do, but is still looking for frameworks or advice to become a better applicant. Or you already know what to do, but can't seem to get any callbacks. Whatever it is, we'll learn from the people who matter. Because for the first time, HR will speak. But first, our partners. Assemble is a group of Telegram channels that focuses on bringing communities together with just a smartphone and the internet. If you're a student ready to get your hands dirty in your next internship or want to explore what else is out there, they can connect you to the right employers. Just follow them on Telegram at SG Internship. Link is in the description. Oh, by the way, if you're looking to advertise in any of your channels, we're working together and can produce for you both a Telegram shout-out and a podcast package. Just drop us an email at onefootin at oneupmediapodcast.com. Email is also in the description. Now back to One Foot In. In the previous episode of HR Speaks, episode 2 of season 3, we talked about HR's perspective when they receive a cover letter and the million-dollar question, if they even read a cover letter. In this episode, we've gathered four HRs working within the tech and consumer industry to provide their perspective on resumes. As an applicant, we all know that resumes are important. We've probably already heard about some tips and tricks to optimize our resume, like quantifying our achievements or using keywords from the JD. But does HR endorse these tips as well? What do they really care about from their perspective when a resume comes in? We spoke to four HRs and asked them to share what does a good resume look like. You know, in a resume, you have two main goals. The first one is that your resume should tell me a lot more about yourself, whether, you know, it's your professional um, experiences or also your personality. Your resume should tell me more about yourself, but also make me interested in your profile, right? Um, if it's relatable to the role and things like that. Uh, and second, your resume should make sense. I think um, it sounds really common that you obviously resume to make sense, but it's not commonly achieved. Not a lot of people's resume really fully, you know, makes a story and makes sense. I think you have to think of resume as a storytelling, um, like a storytelling perspective. You are basically telling a story through a piece of paper, through the one pager. Um, so, you know, some of the things that I, I saw really good from a resume, it's to have really clear thought process into your actions, right? 
Um, not only did it tell me more about yourself, but it also makes sense as to why you did this, why you did that. It also tells me a lot about your passion, and a really good resume also uses keywords as to what I'm looking for. So I think good one, like I mentioned before, we do look at keywords. So keywords really matter. Uh, so look into the role, look into the JD, right? And just straight up copy and paste those keywords, right? That you're uh, applying for and catch exactly what is the requirements that we write uh, and align your resume uh, by those words itself. Uh, I actually like short resumes, so one page only. Uh, and, and don't cheat, la. like please make the font size at least 12. Uh, be clear and use simple English that's easily understood. Uh, the reality is some of the recruiters, and me included, we're not an expert in your domain. So I actually don't really know uh, deeply the language that you you use. So jargon isn't really going to help you. The best resumes have a logical component to it. So I'm reading a lot of resumes and I think the resumes that have a flow, right, and make sense really catches my eye. So think about it like an interview. Uh, I might question the candidate, um, what did they did for a short period of time? Uh, what did they switch into in terms of their job? And maybe what did they do or return to, uh, uh, return to what they originally did? So if you think about it, right, uh, it's like designing the resume to look like an interview actually helps. So your resume can show that with the flow. I think that's brilliant. I like this question. Uh, actually, very simple. I think a good resume does a couple of things. Firstly, they are clearly written. So it's um, it's fewer words, right? Like you kind of shorten it to be sure. And uh, reverse chronological ordering of experience. So you tell me what is your most recent experience all the way to your most oldest experience. You also clearly state uh, the achievement and skills mastered. Uh, and ideally, you would have a summary at the top. We also asked them, what makes a terrible resume? We've left that at the very end of the podcast. But it seems like two things were very important. Number one, keywords. And number two, telling a story. Let's talk about the first, keywords. We know it's important because a human being reads it. And you want them to reach the decision that you're good for an interview as early as possible. In fact, one of them shared with us that she takes approximately 10 seconds to assess a resume. She will also share with us how the selection process for applicants look like from a HR perspective, which we go into detail with all four of them in episode 14. So keep your calendars booked eight weeks from now. It seems obvious to us why keywords were important, except it wasn't. For our company, we use a filtering software. So the filtering software right, uh, actually looks at certain things. Uh, one attribute is the portion of keywords to overall words. So if this drops, um, it means also your resume is less relevant. You see, some companies, which our guess is on tech-driven companies, have tons of applicants that they need to find a type of filter process. And you could only filter so much through rule-based filters. For example, accept applicants only with first-class honours. So, they might turn to AI to help select the most relevant resumes. And it seems like one metric that they use is percent of keywords out of total words within the resume. You want to rank high on that metric and become relevant to the recruiter. 
it also makes me realize that all the time that I stuffed my resume was just building fat. Just like how the cats are like in my blog. Right, let's talk about number two, telling a story. Because aren't resumes supposed to be an unbiased and objective representation of who we are? Sure, I mean, we can tailor it to the job, but doesn't telling a story instead of showing a resume sounds quite strange and whimsical? One HR gave us an interesting insight. For internships, it seems like right now the standard that I'm seeing is minimally three. So about three these days, uh, if not, get two very strong ones and strong is defined by a strong company. Uh, next one is uh, to have decent grades, uh, but I'll be upfront, at least second upper. And next one is uh, minimally, I think one CCA. Uh, best is if you're in a leadership role. That's kind of how you should think of your uni life to position yourself. Part of what's happening, which is unfortunate, is that tips, tricks, and the early recognition that hustling is important is impacting resume features. Take the example given earlier. To have minimally three internships means that since year one in university, you should have obtained an internship and repeat that for three years, such that when you're year three, you're ready for your penultimate application to the job that you want. All this while maintaining a second upper and joining one leadership role in school. By stacking all these capabilities up, the average applicant who is serious when applying in a top-tier firm is undifferentiated versus another in terms of capability. A recruiter will know that the 100 applicants filtered are all equally as smart or good. The differentiation then comes with your personality and story writing, which must come from your resume since they do not have the capacity to read your cover letter. So, go write your own stories and include a short summary at the top to help show your personality. If you need better prioritization on which buckets to invest your time in during school, we've asked that question to all for HR. And one of their replies introduced us to a bucket that we actually didn't think of. We've left that at the end of the podcast. With an awesome resume, you're probably prepared, except what if you have nothing to put on your resume and you're still looking for your first internship? Or what if you're scared that your story is as cookie-cutter as the rest? You might be thinking of using networking to get there. In fact, an interviewee Cheryl obtained her first internship through L'Oreal via a career network event. I landed on my first internship with L'Oreal through a career fair. We'll touch more on using networking and what networking is really like from a HR perspective next month in episode 10. So follow us now if you haven't already and you wouldn't miss a thing. Alternatively, if you can't wait to know what HR's perspective during a networking event is like, or if you want to get a glimpse into your hiring process from a recruiter's point of view, we can send it to you. Just follow these three steps. First, post this episode's link on your LinkedIn. Second, in that same post, share how much this episode helped you. And lastly, tag us at number one, Foot In Podcast. And me, I'm Greg. Yes, I'm a living person. And my LinkedIn is at the description section. Oh, by the way, feel free to connect with me as well. I love to meet my listeners. Thank you for staying all the way to the end. 
as promised, we'll share two bonus questions. The first being what the bad resume from HR perspective is. And second, the buckets to invest your time in when building up your resume. But first, our partners. With Career Tracks by Talent Tribe, figure out which career path is right for you, how to break in, and how to succeed in them. Whether you're starting out in your career, trying to get a career switch, or just looking to get better in the career path that you're on, you'll find practical advice, insider tips, and hear industry professionals share their personal career journeys. This includes product management, management consulting, data analytics, SEO, inside sales, and over 100 other career paths. Experience career tracks for yourself and learn more about their upcoming webinar. Link is in the description. Glens.com is a great website to connect you to your dream company. With over 1.5 million professionals connected to over 30,000 companies so far. If you are a business owner, Glens also offers recruitment services and offshoring solutions. So go check out Glens.com, that is G-L-I-N-T-S dot com. Now back to one foot in. So, what is a bad resume? Um, some of the resumes that I feel like uh, it's not a shock uh, that might not get picked up on. It's just like an information dump, right? You tell me everything that you've done and it's an information dump of all of your achievements, but it actually doesn't flow. Um, the story doesn't make sense or, you know, uh, I'm not able to follow the process of who you are as a person or much of a personality. It's just kind of everything that you've achieved. Um, it becomes like an information dump, which makes it really hard for the recruiter to process and to read a little bit more about you um, through a resume. I actually have a lot more examples for bad as opposed to good. Uh, I think firstly, too lengthy, so more than one page. Uh, with inconsistent spacing and punctuation. I think straight up, like you're not meticulous, right? This is something regarding your job. You should figure that out properly. The next one is uh, for fresh grads, right? I think sometimes they overemphasize on CCAs. So to um, a lot of students, and I was a student as well, I know that CCAs are a huge uh, achievement. But to experienced uh, recruiters or hiring managers, and take note, hiring managers, they will have worked for a number of years, right? They are hiring now uh, for someone in their team they might not really understand what your CCAs do anymore. And they might not find it very relevant to what they're looking for, right? The impact might be just too small. So they're not really aligned um, with the jobs these days, at least that's from my perspective. Um, the next one is some people tend to put their poly or junior college achievements or even part-time job. I think the same vein as CCAs. It's just too far away, right? And it will never be really, really great. Uh, but I would say that you can state your poly or JC um, alumni because uh, maybe your hiring managers from that JC, which is awesome. A bad resume, right, I think is like too little is written about the skill. So we kind of like need to do the guessing work. Like sure, you can say um, that you have work in XYZ thing. And if you don't tell us the skill, we really don't know exactly why, right? Um, so what are some examples? Um, I think other than skill, they would not put duration of internships or not have contact number, email missing, graduation month, also not stated. So what buckets matter the most in a resume? Is it internships, university grades, case competitions or school clubs? 
When it comes to the components that are important in your resume, you know, I think many students will ask grades, school clubs, internships, case competitions. Like I've mentioned before, uh, it's really um, about it making sense, right? Uh, I think there is no one size fit all. Some people are better with grades, and maybe that's where you want to shine. Maybe your your profile is about how you you know you like to achieve the highest. Um, you like to make sure that you give your best forward in everything that you do. Then maybe your grades is a really good place to showcase it. Your internship experience is an achievement. It's a good place to showcase it. Some people don't really have a lot of internship experiences, but you know maybe school clubs is where they shine. In case competition, they like to be problem solvers. And that's where you shine, right? So I know it sounds very um, much like a generic HR answer to say that holistically, that's what you should be looking at. Um, but it is true, and if I were to put emphasis on it, I would say that your internship experiences, your case competition is really where you can shine. Because it's how you differentiate yourself from others, right? Um, your grades and your school, um, it is there. It's some basic information that we need to have. But at least for my company, um, it is not an end-all be-all, right? There are so many people that's going get, to be getting similar grades from you, but how do you differentiate yourself um, from those that may be all first-class honors? Um, there are only so many slots. I might have hundreds of first-class honors applications. Um, so with these school clubs, case competition, your internship experiences is where you can try um, and bring out your strengths, um, you know, really tell that story. So you could take a look at some of the frameworks that are out there already. So, for example, good to be keeping your cover letter, oh, sorry, your resume into a one-pager. Um, good to make sure your formatting, obviously, is very clear so people can follow it through. Um, but, uh, you know, when it comes to the shuffling of, do I want to put more emphasis into the case competition, into the internship, that is really up to you and up to your experiences on how you want to bring out your story. So I don't believe that it's a one-size-fits-all framework, but, you know, make sure you check the necessity, right, the basics, the, the layout, the formatting, the English, the keywords, those are big things for you to have. So, uh, firstly, definitely internships. Uh, internships are the most important, then grades, school clubs, then case competition. Uh, in the organization that I'm in, right, up front, there's actually a threshold for grades. So I think best for you to minimally get, like don't need to get first class, but I think you should definitely get something close to it. Uh, next one is, uh, why is it by this ranking, right? I think internships give you the most relevant experience that an organization needs. Uh, so it's easier to train someone who already knows a little bit. That's the toughest part, right? They, wanna, they want you to hit the ground running. I also want to touch uh, very, very briefly on internships. So there's a lot of talk on company name and relevancy, la, to be honest. I will be upfront that uh, I will share that actually relevancy is the most important. So if you have a good company name and not a relevant scope, then we won't really care. Uh, but if you have a relevant job scope with an unheard company, we actually might give you a shot. And the last thing is, uh, if you realize in the framework that I shared, um, case competitions were not really mentioned. So case competitions were not mentioned because um, we do find that it's very theoretical. Uh, so less uh, real impact compared to internships. I think straight up internship matters the most. Uh, I'm not sure how this is run or maybe in other places, but internships matter the most, at least as per my experience, which again I share is three uh, MNCs. So employers, I do believe that they want to see that your future employees right, are driven and proactive, and also that they have relevant skills, right? So by taking on more internships straight up, this 
is a fact. It's almost a one is to one because it shows that you pursue learning and you work instead of just chilling and having fun, right? Um, next one I think is grades. Uh, and this is typically for more competitive programs. Uh, straight up, there is a great um, criteria that we actually filter out. So uh, high chance your grades uh, will be requested at some point. The next one is case competitions. I think case competitions are interesting. Uh, usually it shows kind of that they are good in a team setting uh, if you had one, right? Um, and I think it's helpful, for example, consultancies. So they do look out for their experience, uh, especially if they're active member or leader. But I think for most um, people, typically it's very important that you are a leader over here. Uh, because if you are not a consulting company, then they do care a little bit more about uh, expertise and uh, other things that you can get. Because case competitions tend to be a bit more generic. So this is important. Uh, last one would be school clubs. Uh, or rather, I would say uh, what's most important uh, other than school competition is actually personal projects. So I think personal projects actually matter more than school clubs because it's deeply rooted on initiative rather than you kind of like going through the system, especially if you're just a member, right? So uh, personal projects such as digital marketing that you do if you're an influencer, uh, you do coding, you do design, visualization, 3D printing, uh, or for example, like if you do this podcast, lah, right? if you do this kind of podcast, uh, podcasting thing, I think it takes initiative and I think it shows uh, it shows some level of aptitude. Uh, I think invest more time in internships, uh, find out what you enjoy and what you dislike. Uh, in fact, disliking is actually very important because sometimes, uh, truthfully, if you are from STEM or uh, like science tech, uh, econs, math, we are from PCME, physics, chem, math, economics, uh, which is majority of us, um, sometimes by we are led to think of a few jobs, right? Engineering, doctor, lawyer, all these kind of things. Uh, and we actually don't know what we don't know, we don't know why else is out there. So sometimes by elimination, we can discover more of our passion or something that we're willing to work in the next like five years. So uh, while grades are important, um, I think experiencing all these internships and really getting a good flavor of them matters the most. Uh, for grades, right, I think for your entry level, just make sure you get a decent grade. Uh, don't need to get anything like first class. Uh, it doesn't matter two years after roughly when you have worked, right? So best not to invest in that bracket. I think for, for students at least, and this is uh, going to, you will see parallels for experience higher, but internship experience is the most important. Uh, we really can't care that much about grades because grades doesn't mean that you can work well with others. You could be a solo mugger. Um, school clubs and case competitions are actually quite good. Um, I'll say that they are better than grades, in my opinion. Uh, but we also take it with a pinch of salt because you're not taking anything to execution uh, very often. You're just kind of like um, talking about the analysis in the case comp. So it's not a real working environment with responsibilities. For a full hire, you can imagine um, if for students we care more about internship experience, for full hires we care way more about the job that you're doing. I think when we hire, we often want to mitigate the risk of hiring a bad candidate. So you should ask yourself, does putting this in my resume make me look like a risky candidate? And I really think that's all you need because uh, we are just spending so much time, we are also pressured so much to look for candidates. We really just want to mitigate the risk of a bad candidate.